You don't like Gooigi? I don't like Gooigi because I think Gooigi is what Luigi calls his cum. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> <laughs> this episode, too? <laughs> I, I forgot. forgot. Hello. Hello. How are you? I'm all right. How are you? I'm okay. We didn't have great mornings, either of us, huh? No. You no. want to talk about what happened to you on the way here? The bus splashed me. Asshole. It was a bad bus. It was a mean bus. Did you shake your fist? I looked back and I looked very angry, but I don't think they could see me. <laughs> uh, I tried to jump out of the way and it did not work. Maybe I should take my shoes off and let them dry a little as I'm here. Oh, no? yeah. Maybe I won't. Maybe I'll be considerate. Foot smell doesn't bother me, so if that's what you're concerned about, dry your feet out. There. Joke's on you. I'm a foot fetishist. I'm still wearing socks. (laughs) And I got cramps, and I don't like that. Bullshit. It's all rainy, which is usually fine, but today is bad. Fuck the city today. (laughs) The whole thing. The whole damn thing. How'd your morning go? I got up at 4 o'clock to barf. And then I got up at 5 again because I thought my barf was going to turn into gastrointestinal distress. I mean, I guess it Diarrhea. was. Yeah, but it didn't. So pretty good. I don't, yeah, I don't think I'm sick or anything. I just think my stomach's. Yeah, because you've been having like stomach deals yeah. for a bit. And my period's coming. So every once in a while it's like, I'm going to just cramp for two weeks. I'm just going to yeah. be really gross for two weeks. Do you like that? Yeah, mine's been doing shit like that for the last few months, and I'm like, should I go to the doctor? Because I can't have this happening to me every month. Yeah, I've been feeling the same way. Like, do I have, what is it, endometriosis? Yeah. Or PCS or something? Something like that. Yeah, endometriosis I don't think is mine just because, like, my cramps suck, Mm. um, and they suck real bad for, like, a day, and then they're gone. And Mm. I feel like endometriosis or whatever it is that we we're calling that it's very close to it anyway yeah um i think it's like your cramps suck super bad for a long time and it's like hard to move my cramps i would i think they're really shitty i think they're maybe worse than they should be but they also again last like a day so i'm like yeah you can power through this but i can't every month just go into a depression spiral same yeah Yes, but that's that's the part where I'm like, this is, this is gonna this is gonna very negatively affect my life. Yeah, but you think you have that super period, the super PMS, the super PMS. Yeah, um, PMDD or something. I don't know what PMDD. What what are some symptoms? Depression. Let's yes. look it up. Then <laughs> yes, that's Welcome what I have to our menstrual podcast. And it's not like all the time, but I felt it the last couple of times. And I'm like, you know what? Last time when this was happening, I started taking iron and I felt a lot better. So I started doing that and I've been on iron for like over a month now. And this is still like the hardest hit I've been in a while. Mm. So I'm oh, like, I'm sorry. I hate it. it. sucks. Yeah. Do you want to hear some symptoms? Yeah. Mood swings. Got it. Depression or feelings of hopelessness. Got it. Intense anger and conflict with other people. Mm, yeah, I'd say that happens. That's like a baseline for me. So I can't yeah, I was going to say that's not necessarily to do with all the time with my pain, but yeah, sometimes. <laughs> when I have those other things, that pops up for sure. Uh, tension, anxiety, and irritability. Yeah. Decreased interest in usual activities. Yeah. Difficulty concentrating. Mm-hmm. Fatigue. Yeah. Change in appetite. Uh, Yeah. Feeling out of control. 
like I just I do what I want even when I don't wanna. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> uh, sleep problems, cramps and bloating, breast tenderness, headaches, joint or muscle pain, and hot flashes. Yeah, I would say most of those. I sleep fine, but then I also take sleeping pills, so. Mm. Usually shows up the week before you start your period and lasts until a few days after it begins. Most of the time they are severe and debilitating and can keep you from daily activities. So we're not uh, medical professionals, and we're just reading from WebMD, and you can't sue us. Yeah, but... Also, you should congratulate us very hard for showing up and doing this. Yes, you're fucking welcome. Barbara barfed and I didn't want to leave my bed. Yeah. <laughs> good for us. Yeah. Good for us. Yeah. yeah. Just a little self-congratulation. We're very good at doing stuff when we said we were going to do it. Mm-hmm. When the library would tell us we weren't allowed back for two weeks if we did it. <laughs> and only then. And only then. That's how ADD works. Yeah. <laughs> And even then, sometimes, no. <laughs> <laughs> I want to tell my my funny skip the dishes story. Oh, anyway. yeah, please do. <laughs> I ordered food. I ordered chicken strips and fries and a Coca-Cola. And it was like, it'll be like 30 to 45 minutes. And I was like, yeah, sure, whatever. I'm not, like, I'm, I'm ordering in advance. I know. I understand this. Mm. Everything's good. I put it in, and then I go to check my order, and I see that my address is pinned in a much different spot than my address actually is. So I chat in, and I'm like, hey, this is happening. My address should be, like, this place on the other side of the city, but is in this other place. Um, just want to make sure this person's going to come to the right spot. And the person's like, oh, yeah, yeah, like, it's fine. And you like, liar. Yeah. And so I, I was like, okay, fine. But after I chatted with him, my... Like, my food had, like, a essentially, like, a car, a driver assigned to it. And it was, like, it'll be there in 15 minutes. I'm, like, cool. And then, like, I left the chat, and then it was, like, it'll be, like, 33 minutes. And I'm, like, what? <laughs> so I was, like, that's surprising, but maybe something happened with the driver, and they're trying to find a new one. Um, it'll probably change because it changes kind of rapidly anyway. And uh, so I was waiting and waiting, and then it was, like, uh, almost another hour had gone past, my roommate came home and I sort of said what was happening. She's like, yeah, you should definitely chat in with them and see if you can get like a coupon or free food or whatever. Mm. They're not going to eat at the same time. I'm like, yeah, that's, I should. Yeah. <laughs> I did. And um, I was talking to this person and I was like, yeah, I think my address is wrong because the pin's wrong. I chatted in to change it earlier, but I don't think it got updated or I'm like, not sure. I just want to make sure. And then I was also like, also, we're getting close to two hours. Oh, my God. Like that ago that I ordered. And she's like, well, we can give you like a skip, skip credits. And I was like, that's cool. But it's been two hours and I'm still I've had a chat in twice. I, I think I would rather get the refund because I don't know if I'm going to order from here again. Mm. <laughs> and uh, I was like, but like double check the address. And she's like, yeah, that's what it is in the computer. And I was like, yeah, but are you sure it's the right address? Because on the map, it's showing it's Ontario Street, and it's not. Mm. Like, it's on, it's much further east than that. And she didn't think anything of it. And then, like, you could see the car go to that address and, like, go back and forth a couple times. (laughs) And I was like, okay. And then I don't know, like, um, the person came back and was like, okay, like, we've made sure to update it, like, we called like dispatch or whatever and updated it. And you could see the guy driving the right way, but the car looked like it was going the wrong, like it was facing <laughs> the wrong backwards. way. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Just driving backwards down yeah. and like made it there. And the delivery driver was really, really cool. That was fine. Mm-hmm. But 
and like the person I was talking to was fine, but I was just like, okay, yeah, like went to the wrong address. We're now at two hours since I've ordered. And then like it came as I was still talking to the person and it was a completely wrong order. <laughs> I like, I, I'll just reiterate, I ordered chicken strips, fries and a Coke and I got a hamburger fries and a lemonade <laughs> and I was like I'm gonna eat this because I'm hungry but this is not what I ordered <laughs> and I was still talking to her and I was like I put in like uh, a review on the site or whatever too and wrote like everyone who talked to me was super nice but like this happened and she was like okay we can either give you a credit that you can use whenever or we can refund your card and it'll take like three to five business days and I was like yeah refund my card yeah. please <laughs> That's like just a really frustrating story until you get to the very end. And it's like, oh, and also it was this completely wrong meal. Yeah. <laughs> and it just. I know. And I think I told you this. I'm like, I'm glad it was a completely wrong meal or else I would have been angry. <laughs> yeah, but because it was totally wrong, I was like, this is hilarious. <laughs> this is absolutely the funniest thing you could have done. <laughs> Who got my chicken strips? Because they probably got them like right after they ordered. Oh, no, yeah. And then I'm, like, waiting and waiting, like, what's happened? <laughs> or maybe someone just got free chicken strips somehow. Yeah, someone on Ontario Street. Yeah, they were, like... Accepted your chicken strips. Hey, here's the thing, and they were, like, sweet, <laughs> already paid for, you say. <laughs> well, should we just jump into it? My name's Melissa. My name's Barbara. And this is... I, I Forgot. forgot. We have five when we do things good. Yeah. Mm. What did you forget this week, Melissa? I forgot the title of the movie. <laughs> it is called, oh, it's called Lady Hawk, because it's about a lady hawk. I was so delighted to find out that's what it's really about. Yeah. I have a question right off the bat. Is Isabeau a name? Yeah. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. This is the second time I've heard the name Isabeau, so it better be. Or someone's just carrying on a very long lie. Yeah, well... At first, I thought her name was Isadore Bonjour, because <laughs> I thought that's what the bishop called her. Um, and then I was like, no, they're saying Isabel. And then at the end, I'm like, they're saying Isabeau. Yeah. Like, anyway. <laughs> Isadore Bonjour. Isadore Bonjour. I watched this movie partially while I was waiting for Skip the Dishes to bring me my food and talking to the Skip the Dishes people. And also it was very quiet and I didn't want to turn it up. And like it was the 80s. So they all just whispered. Yeah. So anyway, I've right. forgotten more than usual. So Matthew Broderick's in it and he does an accent. Oh. For most how, of the movie. What year is this movie from? I didn't look it up. Um, yeah, I didn't look it up. It's the 80s though. Okay. Um, he's very, very young. Okay. He looks like, he looks a lot like uh, Kristen Stewart. That works for me. Yeah. He's a little rat boy, so. Oh, good. Maybe I need to watch this after. Yeah, I can't say it was a good movie by any <laughs> means. Uh, Matthew Broderick, which is probably what I'm going to call him the whole time. But Let's call him Matt. Just Matt. His name in the movie is also Philippe. Okay. Philippe Gaston. <laughs> which I thought Gaston was the um, this guard's name, like this knight's name for a while. And I'm like, maybe it's not. Oh, is no. this, was this subtitled or? No. Oh, it was in English. Then. Oh, yeah, it was in English. Um, they mostly had French or like, I think, Spanish names, but they all spoke either like with an American or an English accent. Okay. <laughs> so anyway, 
Uh, Matthew Broderick is a thief, and he stole something that made the bishop, who is the main evil dude, um, real mad at him. And so he was in a dungeon, and then he was like, I'm going to escape now, and escaped their dungeon that no one's ever escaped from. Oh, how does he do that? He slips down a hole and then swims through a sewer, and then he's out. Okay. Seems like other people should have figured that out. Well, it's a very, very small hole. Oh, okay. Uh, Matthew Broderick is a very small person, and in the mouse, in the mouse, in the movie, uh, his nickname is the mouse. So, Aww. yeah. Um, and then once he's out, he runs like <laughs> runs real far into the forest, <laughs> finds a town, and uh, as he was like running out of the kingdom or whatever, he stole a guard's coin purse. Excellent. And it looks like a little ball sack on his hip, and he keeps like pulling his shirt up and going like this with it to be like, <laughs> look at all this money I got. <laughs> um, oh, my balls. Yeah, look at my balls. Look at my side balls. Yeah. Um, anyway, so he finds this little town and he's like, give me your finest drink. And he's like, and one for anyone here who wants to hear a great story or something like that. No, he's just bragging essentially about getting out of the castle. and someone, Idiot. He's like, someone who's seen like the inside of the dungeon here and this person's like i've seen it he's like yeah maybe as like a cleaner or a blah, blah blah but not as a prisoner and then it's like there's three guards that have been chasing him they just nah. stand up and they're like yeah <laughs> guess what <laughs> stupid you don't brag about escaping from prison especially when you're that close yeah to the prison and you know people are after you <laughs> Not a smart move. He fights them. He does pretty well fighting them. He's all like jumping around and he kicks them and he's like running and trying oh, to mouse. figure stuff out. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then he sort of gets to the point where he's like, I think I'm caught. And then all of a sudden, yeah, an arrow comes and shoots one of them. And he's like, what's happening here? And then there's this. It's Merida. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then there's this guy wearing all black and he's got a sword and they're like, us. Oh, I can't, I think they go back and forth between calling him Navarre or Navarro. It's named Navarro. Yeah. He takes off his mask. Yeah. It's like I'm nasty. <laughs> <laughs> he does lick his sword a lot. Ew. No, I'm kidding. That w- Dave Navarro would do that. Yeah. Yeah. He licks his guitar a, a lot, doesn't he? Yeah. So, yeah. So this Navarre, Navarro character scares off the guard because he used to be their captain and he's better at fighting than all of them. Mm. Whatever. So he scares them off and saves Mouse. And then um, they run off together because they have it's to tuxedo leave Tuxedo mask. Yeah. And they come to this little, it's just sort of like a hut and there's two people there. And they're like, hey, is there anywhere here we can we can sleep? Like they've got like a bunch of old falling down buildings or whatever. And they're like, no, there's nothing here for you. And the Navarre is like, well, we'll will pay you and Matthew Broderick shows his coin sack and he's like, you know, we are not above <laughs> we're not above helping the less fortunate and they're like, uh, you can stay in that barn down there and they point and they go and stay there. And then so at this point I feel like maybe my food got delivered so it's a little shaky for me. <laughs> but I think Matthew Broderick Broderick wakes up and goes outside for some reason, um, hears something or whatever. And I think what's happening is one of the people who said that they could sleep there is maybe trying to sneak in and steal his money sack. Uh-oh. Um, touch his sack. Yeah, don't show off your money. Like, this guy's an idiot. Yeah, he's oh, Matthew. And anyway, so there's this 
a wolf there, and the wolf attacks that guy. Sweet. And Matthew Broderick's just like, whoops, and like slips back inside, and there's a woman in there, Michelle Pfeiffer. What Isabeau. a star-studded cast for this movie I've never fucking heard of that sounds yeah. buck wild. Yeah. And he's like, ah, there's a wolf out there. And she's like, yeah, it's fine. And she's like walking outside. And he's like, I don't think you want to. And she's like, yeah, whatever. And goes outside and just like meets up with the wolf and like touches it. And they walk off into the forest together. And she never appears again. That was just a yeah, Michelle Pfeiffer cameo. <laughs> her and her wolf. It was very confusing for the first <laughs> little bit. So, yeah, they walk off into the forest and Matthew Broderick's just like super weird. And also the guy I was sleeping beside is gone. So I hope he's okay. And just goes back to sleep, I guess. And it cuts over to the church where the um, the ca- new captain of the guard who got beaten up by Navarro. Oh. Uh, <laughs> by Dave Navarro. By Dave Navarro. He uh, comes back. Bishop's like, did you catch him? And he's like, no, but I've got something to tell you. And he's like, I don't know why you're here if you didn't catch him. <laughs> and he's like, Navarro's back. He's like, what? Oh, no. Yeah, I guess you can be here then. Yeah. So they're talking, and I think mostly in private uh, at this point. And he's like, you can't, like, you've got to find him, kill him, but there's a hawk with him. You have to bring me that hawk. You can't hurt that hawk. Mm. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this would be a great time for a fact. Oh, yeah. Um, Now that we've brought up the hawk uh, and its safety, hawks have no natural predators aside from humans. Mm Mm-hmm. And uh, hawk populations have been drastically reduced by hunting, logging, development, and mining. Yet in Canada, hawks are still legally hunted for trophy. Oh, one time a hawk got injured and was just hanging out in our, old, like, unused chicken coop. And Kurt and I just kept going up to it and trying to Guess figure it? out. Yeah, trying to figure <laughs> out if we should try to touch it or not. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> Settled on no then, because you're still alive? Yeah, we decided yeah. not to, but it was a big... It was a big boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> it looked it looked like it would be fine. Mm. Fine with us touching it, but we thought no. <laughs> yeah, good. I want to keep my eyes a little longer. Yeah. Um, just speaking of it being a big boy. While I, while I have you, I'd like to add that the average weight of a lady hawk is 125 to 150 kilograms. Sorry, yeah. 175 kilograms. How how much is that in pounds cuz I'm bad at Conversion. Shit. Like Shit, three, Melissa, so am I. Is that like <laughs> 300 pounds? Probably. 175. Yeah, 385 pounds. Up to 385 pounds. Yeah. And they can still fly. Yeah, 125 to 175 kilograms. So 250 to 380, maybe. That's insanity. Yeah. I'm glad I didn't fight that hawk. Yeah. Whoa. They don't look that heavy, do they? No, but I guess it's all those bird bones, all those rock-hard bird bones. Yeah, full of cement. Yeah. For fighting fascists. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So he's talking, he's like, don't hurt that hawk. And then when they're walking down the halls and there's more people around them, he's like, God spoke to me last night. And also there's a lot of weird holy men or gross, terrible people in this, which is just mm-hmm. a weird theme, I think, for the 80s. But anyway. Yeah. Um, he's like, God spoke to me and said that uh, Satan's helper is on the loose in the form of uh, Dave Navarro. Oh, yeah. Well, like, what year is this set? Sorry, before we go on. It's around plague years because at one point someone says there's more wolves than men after the plague. Okay. 
Also, the whole time, Matthew Broderick has, like, a running commentary going on with himself. And he's often just talking to God, being like, yeah, come on, do this, and I won't, like, help me out here, and I won't steal anymore. And he's like, you know I have poor self-control and stuff (laughs) like that. I'm good for it, I swear. Yeah. So we cut back to Navarro sharpening his sword, and Matthew Broderick's like, so what's happening? I'm thinking I want to get as far away from here as possible. And Navarro's like, I have to go back to that city, the one that you escaped from. He's like, why? And he's like, I have to kill the bishop. And he's like, okay, well, I'm going to take off. (laughs) Goes to walk away. (laughs) No, thrown his sword, like a big long sword, so it sticks into the tree beside Matthew Broderick as he's trying to leave. Jeez. And I'm like, that's not how the swords work. (laughs) Like, just like, like, I don't know. You can probably... You have to be pretty strong. Yeah. Well, I think that's what it's supposed to be saying. It'd be like, but your grip strength would have to be strong more than anything to keep it from, like, bending. I don't know. Yeah, like, I I don't think it's an actual thing. I thought they just thought, hey, this would be funny. This would be, like, scary if he could throw his sword really well. Does it do, like, a cartoon boing when it lands? Oh, no, it oh. just sticks in, and you're like... What? <laughs> and then Matthew Broderick's like, I guess I could help you a bit. <laughs> <laughs> and then they do like a full Ferris Bueller montage. What was the Ferris Bueller montage? I'm I watching mean, like them going to the, the museum and then the aquarium. <laughs> no, they get ambushed by some guards and they're fighting and one of the guards shoots the hawk. Even though they're not supposed to. What the fuck? Yeah. So um, Navarro like kicks their butts and then gives the hawk to Matthew Broderick and he's like, you have to go to that castle that's conveniently just up ahead and bring it to that guy there and he's gonna he's gonna save my hawk for me. Mm. Yeah, and I forget, I think What's-His-Face was still like fighting off guards or like covering the tracks or something. So Matthew Broderick goes to the castle. The guy's like shouting down like, what are you? And he's like, I have, like I'm this person and I have this hawk here I'm supposed to bring to you. He's like, oh, wonderful, come in, we'll feast together. <laughs> and he's like, no, 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 we, we can't eat it. You have to save it. Like, uh, Navarro made me bring this. And he's like, oh, my. And, like, they rush in and bring the hawk into his little bed and <laughs> wait. All right. He just, like, puts makes, makes the hawk all comfortable in bed, and then they're talking. And then he comes back in, and it's Michelle Pfeiffer. Wait. I don't really understand what this reveal is, aside from the fact that Michelle Pfeiffer still exists. Oh, she's where the hawk was. Oh, the hawk. Okay. I thought you meant Michelle Pfeiffer comes into the room. No. No, the hawk is Michelle Pfeiffer. Yeah. Okay. And so she's still got an arrow in her chest. Oh, no. There's more exposition. And then I guess they wanted to wait until she was human before they pulled it out, or it just was getting close to when she'd be turning, so they had to wait. I don't know. But the, the guy, the old guy who was a priest... Pulls it out. He's like, there you go. <laughs> Fixed. The priest tells Matthew Broderick the backstory. So I will tell it now to you. The bishop was in love with Isidore Bonjour. Okay. And uh, she was like, no, thank you. And she liked Navarro. So she was all like, do do do. I'm going to send back your gifts and I'm going to hang out with this guy I like. And then the bishop's like getting mad. And I guess uh, Isabeau and Navarro, like, got married in private, and the priest broke his, like, 
I don't know, promised to God and told the bishop that that's what happened. And the bishop got mad and cursed them. So by day, Michelle Pfeiffer is a hawk and Navarro is a human. And by night, Navarro is a wolf and Michelle Pfeiffer is a human. Okay. Just to clear some things up. uh, What? Also, if this is plague years, isn't cursing people like super illegal? Sounds a lot like witchcraft. Yeah, but he's the bishop. Oh, bishops can do witchcraft. Well, no, he's just very powerful. He can do witchcraft, and then he just doesn't tell anyone, and he's like, God wanted it this way. Ah, okay. And also he didn't tell anyone he did that. What a creepy fucking insult thing to do. Yeah, it was like literally the the old priest guy who betrayed them was like telling Matthew Broderick this, and he's like, yeah, Bishop was like, well, if I can't have her, no one can. I guess if you're a bishop, it's not really incel. It's a ball cell. Yeah. Well, I don't think it was super voluntary. I think he wanted to marry her. <laughs> so at this point, the guards have come to that castle. They found them somehow. And um, it is daytime again, so she's a hawk. And they're trying to storm the castle, but it's got, like, all these booby traps just because the priest who lives there never fixed anything. So it's like at one point he's telling Matthew Broderick, he's like, you got to keep to the left here. But he doesn't tell the guards that, and then they fall into the moat. And he's like, oh, sorry, guys, I'm... <laughs> I'm a priest, not a carpenter. (laughs) (laughs) Fuck you, priest. Yeah. And Matthew Broderick's trying to, like, take the hawk up somewhere where she can... No, at this point, sorry, Michelle Pfeiffer is still there. It's not a hawk. Okay. So he's running with her, and they go up to the top of this castle. He's also telling the hawk, or her, or the hawk, or whatever, for some reason, he's telling them how he used to eat hawks. He's like, that's my favorite food. I would kill one every night, pretty much, and have that for dinner. <laughs> and I was like, <laughs> you're killing hawks for yeah. food? Like, how many hawks are there <laughs> in this at this point? Because I'm like, I feel like they'd be pretty hard to get. This guy likes to brag. Yeah. Well, the least socially opportune times. Yeah. And he takes her up to this tower and he's trying to figure out what to do with her. And he's like, oh, I think maybe we can sit on these gargoyles and you'll be fine. But she falls and he's grabbing under her hand and he's like, oh, no. And it's a big, like, stressful, like, it looks like she's going to fall. And she's screaming. She's screaming so much. And he's like, oh. You're a hawk. Relax. Yeah. Um, but it switches to uh, daytime, right in time. So as she falls, she turns into a hawk and flies ah, out. Sweet. Um, and Matthew Broderick just hides on the gargoyle, but one of the guards finds him. And he's like, where'd the lady go? And he goes, well, she turned into a hawk and flied away. If, yeah, flew away. And he's like, sure. And he goes to hit him, but then Navarro's back and he puts, a, puts an arrow in him. Tuxedo masks him again. Tuxedo masks, throws a rose right into his eye. Mm. And they then travel further. The priest has some weird idea about how to get them back human. He's like, you have to wait. There's this, pretty soon there's going to be a time when it's a day, a day without a night and a night without a day. And you guys will be able to confront the bishop at the same time. That's when you have to do it. And it's like, I don't think so. What? Yeah, he's talking about a solar eclipse. Oh, okay. And I don't, that's not how... No, they... it does, no, it doesn't work at all. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> this is much funnier, too, when it happens. I'll explain <laughs> it. Uh, Navarro's like, no, no, I'm just going to kill the bishop. And the priest is like, but if you kill him, you'll never be able to reverse the spell. And he's like, Meh. Fuck you, Dave. Anyway, so then they go to this little village. 
and it's nighttime, so Michelle Pfeiffer's out, and there's a wolf. <laughs> Sorry. I just like the phrase, I want it taken out of context. It's nighttime, so Michelle Pfeiffer's out. <laughs> <laughs> That's going to be our first t-shirt. It's just going to be a drawing of Michelle Pfeiffer, like a zombie or a vampire. <laughs> or a cat woman. She comes out at night. <laughs> just like, you know, coming out, pulling herself out of like a sewer. Coming out of her well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And for whatever reason, Matthew Broderick, she's like, well, what? He's relaying messages to them now, except for I don't think they ever really give each other messages. He's just telling them what he thinks the other person wants. It's weird. Okay. And he, she's, he's like, well, actually, uh, Navarro said that you should, like, I speak for him at night and that you should listen to what I said as if it's what he said. And she's like, really? He said that? And he's like, yeah, I swear. And she's like, don't swear. <laughs> <laughs> so, he, like, I feel like she knows he's a... He's a asshole? Being, yeah. Yeah. Um, and she goes, so what does he say I should do? And he's like... He says that you should have some wine and then we should dance. (laughs) (laughs) And so I do that for a while. And um, there's like a knock at the door or something. And she's like, what's this? And they open the door. And it's this guy who hunts wolves that we saw earlier with the bishop, but I didn't tell you about it. And he's got like a fresh wolf pelt on his horse or whatever. And so Isabeau just starts screaming. Oh, my. And Matthew Broderick's like, no, it's fine. But he brings out Navarro's sword, and he's like, you get out of here. And so the wolf hunter's like, oh, no, put the sword away. You're really scaring me. Because <laughs> Matthew Broderick's tiny and obviously doesn't know how to wield a sword. Oh. Um, also, of, I fight wolves for a living. <laughs> well, he doesn't fight them. He lays traps for them. He fights them. Okay. With his fists. With his fists. I have a funny story later. Um <laughs> Anyway, so he, like, rides off laughing at them, and uh, Isabeau goes and, like, I don't know, grabs her coat or something because it's raining a bunch, and, like, runs into the forest to see if she can find Navarre. Oh. Whatever his name is. David. David (laughs) Navarro. She sees the wolf guy setting a trap, and I think he catches a wolf really quick, and she's like, oh, no. And she's like, screams at that, and no, she sees him, like, resetting the trap, too, and she screams, and I think it brings Navarro around, like, wolf. Mm. Wolf Navarro and he comes and the wolf guy I guess does try to fight him with his fists with his fists yes but um, he's sort of like crouching down near the trap and Isabeau ends up pushing him face first into the trap Uh-oh. so he gets smushed Aww. Um, he dies which is good he was scary he killed a bunch of wolves but I feel bad for Michelle Pfeiffer because she killed someone oh wait she pushes the hunter yeah, the trap. I thought she pushed Dave Navarro into the trap. Oh, no, 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 sorry. She pushed the hunter into the trap oh, and he okay. died. Dave Navarro was fine. Okay, then I don't feel bad for anyone. Stop stop living, Wolf Hunter. Hmm. Cut to uh, Dave Navarro ice fishing with a crossbow. What the fuck? Where is he ice fishing? Like, he's waist deep in the water fishing with a crossbow. Okay. <laughs> anyway, he catches some fish for um, Matthew Broderick, uh, who's sleeping, and he's, like, cooking it up, and he's waking up, and he's like, oh, it smells good. And he's like, yeah, I figured I should feed you. And, like, I think was just, like, in good spirits being like, you've helped, like, protect me and Isabeau. 
and she come like you hear the hawk coming and he's like oh perfect so Dave Navarro lifts up his arm to catch her mm. but Matthew Broderick is like stretching with his arms up and so the hawk comes and lands on Matthew Broderick's arm oh <laughs> love triangle nobody is super happy about that <laughs> <laughs> Dave Navarro's like, uh, what's up with this? And he's like, oh, uh, we're just, like, becoming friends. And he's like, uh, have you been hitting on my my wife? And my bird. My bird. And he's like, uh, Matthew Broderick's like, I'd be crazy to say I didn't think about it, but she only has eyes for you. Like, I was talking with her last night, and you're all she talks about. And it's like, why are you hitting on her anyway? First of all, she's like, good. Do we need to take a break? Oh, no, I'm just hungry. Oh, okay. Yeah, I barfed up all my food is the problem. So Matthew Roderick and the Lady Hawk are flirtatious. No, I mean, oh, I was saying that they're all at least 10 years older than Matthew Broderick. Oh. He's a baby. Okay. He's a little rat baby. <laughs> um, anyway, so that made things kind of awkward, but it didn't seem to really affect the relationship too much. Mm. So they're still headed towards the bishop to kill him but uh, Matthew Broderick and the priest is there now too and they're really trying to convince Navarro is like just wait one more day try this thing first because if you kill him you're probably not coming back from that like you're probably always going to be a wolf at night and he's like I want to kill him I want to kill him also being a wolf at night is very cool being a hawk in the daytime not very cool at all wolf at night extremely awesome yeah very good you miss nothing that's what werewolves are, yeah. right? Yeah. Can I read you a quick fact? Because um, I think maybe this would help explain some of the awkwardness with Matthew Broderick. Yeah. Um, is it possible, do you think, that she just landed on the wrong arm? Like... Just accidentally? Yeah, just because um, hawks have a um, really well-developed sense of smell and hearing, and that's supposed to make up for their really poor eyesight. Mm-hmm. And so I wonder if that was, she just didn't see who she was supposed to land on. I I mean, it's always a possibility. I think in the context of this movie, no, it was like, the hawk was just it like, was I like this guy. Okay. Yeah. So then it's night, it's turning into nighttime and they're talking to Michelle Pfeiffer and they're like, you should really see if you can't speak with him in some way. Like, this is our plan. We'd like it to happen. Navarro does not care for it. And she's like, and they're like, do you think you could, because there's this little tiny bit of time when the sun's coming up that they're both human, Mm -hmm. but it's like 10 seconds, so I don't know what they think was going to happen, but they're essentially like, what do you think? Should we do this? Like, da, da, da. Does nobody know how to write yet? I guess not. Mm. Um, Can't do like a memento kind of thing. (laughs) Yeah, so she's waiting sort of nearish the forest about, like around some ice, but not necessarily right by the ice and uh, Navarro as a wolf is coming and he decides to come over the ice and he falls in so Michelle Pfeiffer runs over to like help try to bring him out is like grabbing onto his front trying to pull him but not getting there so Matthew Broderick ties a rope around the sword puts the sword like puts it in the ice so it's stuck and then ties a rope around himself and goes in to to help push the wolf up. The wolf scratches him to shit. Okay. But he gets him up. But also, I mean, how I'd do this is probably <laughs> go lay on your belly near the edge 
and like help the wolf's back feet get like leverage on your yeah on your arms that's how i try first anyway you wouldn't put a sword in the ice and just be like hope this stays here yeah yeah probably not anyway they both make it out i don't remember why they were digging a hole but they dug this big hole before that happened and um navarre and Isabeau were lying in it, so they see each other briefly as they're changing over, but Navarre still has, like, wolf eyes half the time. It's really weird. It's fun. Yeah. Anyway, and then she turns back into a hawk, and he turns into a human, and the priest and Matthew Broderick are both like, you gotta give this this other thing another chance because, like, you know, you, you don't want to have this forever, and he's getting mad at them, and he pushes Matthew Broderick, and he falls, and so his shirt comes askew, and you see all these wolf marks oh. on his chest. And he's like, how did you get those? And the priest is like, he got those last night saving you. (laughs) (laughs) And so anyway, they go and they sneak into the church. Matthew Broderick goes back in the same way he got out because when he was escaping, he found a way into the church, but there were too many people. So he was like, I can't, uh, can't, can't go out that way. So he had to go find another way out. But he remembers how to get back to the church, goes in there, sneaks in. They lock up the doors for service, and so he's going to unlock it. But when Navarre's out there talking to the the priest he came with, he's like, you know, <laughs> take this hawk, and if by the time the wedding bells chime to signal the end of service, if, like, a peaceful service, if that happens, like, you have to kill her because I don't want her to live a half-life. Okay. It's That's not really stupid. a choice you get to make. No. And then he goes in, he fights the guards, and he tries to kill the bishop. But then when he's fighting the new captain, the captain, like, throws his helmet through the skylight. And you can see that the the moon is going onto the sun. Um. He's like, wait a second. So he waits a second. I don't know what happens, because the priest hears the bells ring because someone rings them, even though there's still a fight going on. Mm. And um, he says something... Like, he's got his knife out, and he's like, oh, please forgive me. And then I guess she just flies off into the church. I don't know exactly how it happens, but it does. Okay. And she flies in there. Oh, and also the captain and Navarro are both on horses at one point, and they're fighting each other on horses. Excellent. Inside a church. Oh, so good. (laughs) That would only be better if he was a wolf at the time. Yeah. Yeah. So then both Isabeau and Navarro are in the church, and then the solar eclipse happens, and they're both humans. And Navarro, the bishop, isn't looking, and Navarro's like, "Look at me!" And so he looks at him, and he's like, "No, look at her!" <laughs> no, look at the both of us. <laughs> and he looks at both of them, and then the curse is broken. Oh, what? Yeah, that's the whole. That's how they break the curse, and then I think Navarro kills the bishop, um, and. Then they both thank Matthew Broderick and give him kisses on the cheek. Cute. Well, actually, Navarro gives him a kiss on the neck, which is hot. Interesting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And uh, everyone from the congregation is still there, still just being like, I guess this happened as they finish up the movie. Okay. (laughs) Nobody's like, "Um, maybe we should go. A bunch of people just got killed here. Does that mean um, Michelle Pfeiffer is the new bishop now? Um, Legally? Maybe. I think 
I think Navarro's now the captain of their guards again. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's that's that movie. Uh, that was pretty weird. It is odd. It's an odd movie. How long was it? It felt short. It felt very long while I was watching it. Oh. <laughs> um, I don't know. I had to pause it a bunch of times, too, for food-related issues. Mm-hmm. So I'm not really sure how long it was. Okay. Well, weird. How did you, how did you feel about it? I don't think I'll watch it again. Mm -hmm. It's something where if you're thinking you might want to watch it, you might want to just wait until you're at someone, like at your parents' house or whatever, who have cable and see if it comes on. I wouldn't seek it out. I wouldn't seek it out. I had to rent it because I was like, this sounds funny, so I want to watch it. And then I watched it and I'm like, yeah, it is weird, but there's no real... no real good story behind it mm. like this could have been much weirder or more magical but you were just like okay we want one of them to be a wolf and one of them to be a hawk and they're in love and there's a curse and then you're like let's just figure out the easiest way to do the rest of that yeah yeah they did they accomplished they accomplished a movie they accomplished something for sure yeah something was recorded on film mm-hmm I enjoyed that some of them had accents and some of them did not. (laughs) And that sometimes they had accents and sometimes they didn't. (laughs) Was Matthew Broderick was supposed to be funny? Yeah, and he kept saying jokes in a way that I was like, this is supposed to be funny, like outside the movie, sort of like a nod outside. And I'm like, I don't get it. Like, I don't get why I'd find that funny. I'm like, I don't know if it's just because it meant something more in the 80s or (laughs) it just wasn't funny. (laughs) It was almost like he was trying to make a reference for people, and I'm like, I think I get what you're referencing, but I... Do you remember any of them? No, no. Do you want to hear some more Yes, some more facts? hear some more facts. Okay, the iconic hump on a hawk's back mm-hmm. um, is a powerful muscle which helps them dig their den for winter. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. Um, hawk talons can be up to four inches in length, so as long as human fingers. Oh, my God. Yeah. It makes sense if it's 300 pounds. Yeah. And a hawk is the second largest sky carnivore in North America. Was the largest some sort of vulture? Whale. Oh. Obviously. Whale lord. Yeah, whale lord. (laughs) Good hawk facts. At one point, um, Matthew Broderick's trying to say something to Michelle Pfeiffer, and she just goes, hey, stop playing with my delirium. What? <laughs> That's a good one offline too. <laughs> Have you heard that song? That's a song? It's a song by Lady Hawk. Delirium? Or My Stop? Delirium. Oh. I haven't heard that song. That's Her music sounds a lot like that movie. So Oh, that's not a real line in the movie? No, sorry. I thought that was funny. Yeah. <laughs> It was. It would be funny if she said it. That's why I said she said it. Yeah. yeah. Any questions about this movie? I feel like I tied up the loose ends pretty well for you. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's hard. It's hard to have a question because nothing about this movie really makes sense. No. Do you think there was a message? Do you think there was a theme? Like, weirdly, like I sort of mentioned, it seems like not necessarily the message, but it definitely there's this overarching, like, the church is evil, which okay. is really weird. Yeah. I mean, I guess not that weird in the eighties. Is that something common in the in the eighties? They don't like the church. Well, I think the Catholic Church specifically was finally getting its due. Well, maybe that was, was the eighties or nineties when Sinead O'Connor did that shit. 
Um, no one in America understood. I want to say 90s. Yeah. Like held up a sign, said, I don't like the church. Yeah. I just feel like 80s and 90s, there was a lot of subtle messaging. Because people couldn't explicitly say the Catholic Church was evil. Yeah. Ow. It hurts where I got my shot. Aw. You want to talk about it? I got a tetanus shot because I got bit by a dog. Aw. Um, betrayal. Betrayal. And then my coworker's dog, and I've been asking him for like two weeks to bring his dog in because I really wanted to pet him. And he's like, he's really nervous and he might like nip. So I don't know. Like, I don't know if he should be like here. And I was like, oh, I really want to see him. And he's like, okay, maybe once in a while I can bring him in. He brought him in and he growled at me once, but I was like, okay, whatever. He was playing with his toy that had carrots in it. I think I just got too close to his toy. I'll give him some space and come back to him later. And then he was out. Like on it on his leash, but like in the in the store area, and I was like going in for some pets, and I pet him a couple times, and then I heard him growl a bit, so I was about to move, but then I saw him sort of like lunge towards me, and as a cat person who doesn't like having huge scratches in her arms, I was like, I'm gonna move my hand slightly towards where you're going because I don't want a huge scratch. Mm, yeah. <laughs> and then I think, I think I probably would have gotten away with almost no injury, except for I shoved my hand further into his mouth. Aww. So then I just got, I got punctured a little bit. The doctor was like, yeah, there's like a 5% chance anything will come from this. And it doesn't look like you actually got like punctured, punctured. Because I think what happened is I just scraped my hand against his his molars. Um, But he's like, but also when's the last time you had a tetanus shot? And I was like, I don't know. (laughs) He was like, in the last 10 years? No. Let's give you one right now. (laughs) So now I can step up, step on as many rusty nails as I want. Yeah. Oh, maybe that's why you're not feeling so great also. Is there mm-hmm. a, any side effects from a tetanus shot? I was going to look into that as well because it, se- it seems like maybe. Do you want me to read <laughs> off another WebMD page? Yeah, go find the WebMD for tetanus shots oh, for dog bites. Anyway, it was also very sad that this dog didn't really like me. And also right after he bit me, a customer came in. And he was super excited to see her, and she gave him lots of pets and gave him a hug, and he was totally cool with that. Bullshit. Ugh. Can't catch a break this week. A different dog growled at me, too, a little, mm. little dog, but I shouldn't have tried to pet it because it was in its owner's bag. Oh. I was sitting on their bicycle, but it looked like it wanted pets, and I was like, I'll give you a pet, and it was like, no. And I was like, I <laughs> won't give you. you a pet. Yeah. Mild fever, joint pain, muscle aches, nausea, tiredness, ill feeling, lightheadedness, Injection site reactions. Just got a little bit of tetanus. Anyway, the dog is cool and I want to pet it. I want to pet him. I want to be his friend. You'll be his friend next time. Probably. Next time he comes in. I'm not going to shove my hand in your mouth and also you're going to remember me. (laughs) Yeah. I'm a little worried he's not going to come in again, but. He will. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. What happened with you this week? Um, I've been, I've watched all of Stranger Things. Mm-hmm. It's very good. Good. So scary. Oh, no. Still not gay enough, but finally a little bit gay. What gay thing happened? Just one of the characters was like, I'm gay. Was it one of the kids with the wizard hat? I don't want to spoil anything in case people are... Still watching? Yeah. Okay, tell me later. Do you have a bad thing? Oh, before I say my bad thing, I want to say I saw the most beautiful dog in the world yesterday just walking around and he looked like a fluff ball just a gray and black and white fluff ball but something about the way his fur like it was all just a a gradient 
from gray to black to white. And so something about his fur made him look two dimensional mm-hmm. as he was walking towards me, and it was wonderful. <laughs> bad things. Barfing was bad. Mm. Good luck to Kathleen. She's maybe in the hospital today, so yeah. Sorry. Yeah, I hope you're. I hope you're okay. Yeah. Better soon. We're thinking of you. Do, do you have any? Do you have a wine for this week? I saw a dog from afar, and it looked like it had a rolly neck. Oh yeah. Yeah, it was weird. A, a rolls on his neck. Yeah. Yeah. Not a really floppy neck, which is what I was picturing when you said a rolly. No, a different one. Are you deflated? Yes. Should we should we say bye? We say bye. Okay. Bye. Bye. Is a door bonjour? <laughs>